0: Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about what would you do if you won $2 billion? Now, all you need is a dollar and a dream. This was one of the catchphrases that would be used to promote the lottery. Now, here in America, we have two major lottery jackpots, one is called Mega Millions, the other one is called Powerball. Now, winning the lottery is something that many people think about and dream about, right? The idea of winning millions of dollars is really exciting, and that is life-changing money. Now, in November of 2022, the Powerball jackpot was two billion. Yes, with a B. $2 billion. This is the largest jackpot in history at the time that I am recording this episode. Now, it turns out there was one winning lottery ticket in California. Currently, we do not know who they are, so they still have not come forward to claim their prize. Now, if they do decide to claim the lump sum, they will walk away with approximately $990 million. Now you might say, Bella, if they won $2 billion, why are they walking away with only $990 million? Well, here in America, we have something called taxes. So their winnings are going to be taxed, and so once all those taxes are paid, they will walk away cash money in their account, the amount will be $990 million. So what would you do if you won this amount of money? Most of us have an idea of how we would spend this money, but very few people actually have put together an exact game plan on how they would claim the money and how they would spend and invest the money. And I thought this would be a interesting topic to cover in today's conversation. Because again, many people dream about winning this money, but very few actually have a strategy and a game plan. Now for most people, if they were to win a lottery jackpot, they will give you the typical answers, right? They're going to pay off debt, Maybe they will purchase a new home or upgrade their current home. Then they might spend some money on things like clothes and cars, really nice vacation. They may even give money to family and friends. They might donate to charity. Those are the typical things that most people will think about doing if they were to win a lottery jackpot. But if you win $2 billion and walk away with $990 million, that's a different level of money. So let's say you spend 10 million on the things that I just talked about. So you take $10 million and you buy the new home or upgrade your current home, you buy the fancy cars and clothes, do some lavish vacations, all those things. You now are left with $980 million what will you do with all of that money? That is a lot of money. And when you think about how much money that is and all the possibilities of what you could do with that money, that's actually kind of scary and exciting all at the same time. Now, before we go into detail of what you could do with $990 million, We first have to claim the prize, and that in itself needs a strategy. And here's why. Unfortunately, you cannot claim the prize anonymously in all of the states here in America. There are some states where you can remain anonymous, meaning they will keep your identity a secret, but there are other states where if you win, a lottery jackpot, your name and information will be public information. If you live in the following states, you can claim your lottery jackpot anonymously, meaning your identity will be kept a secret. Illinois, West Virginia, Wyoming, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Georgia, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, New Jersey, Maryland, Minnesota, Kansas, and Delaware. Now in the state of Florida, currently, you can stay anonymous for up to 90 days. After that 90 day period, your information will be available to the public. And of course, I have to give my infamous disclaimer. This information is only as current as the time that I am recording this episode. States have changed their laws over the years. This list actually was much shorter, but in the last three to five years, some states have actually changed their laws so you can remain anonymous. And hopefully in the future, more states will follow suit because winning huge jackpots can definitely or potentially put you and your family in danger. So for a huge jackpot, such as a $2 billion jackpot, I definitely believe and recommend you should keep your identity a secret. Now, again, I am not an attorney. I am not a financial advisor, but I'm definitely giving you my perspective as a financial expert. Now, if you do live in a state where you cannot keep your identity a secret after winning this $2 billion jackpot, what you can consider is working with an attorney and setting up an LLC and possibly a blind trust. At that point, you can send a representative to claim your prize. Now, of course, finding an attorney, setting up an LLC does take time, which is why many jackpot winners do not claim the prize right away. They're usually consulting with professionals to figure things out before they go and claim their prize. So the best thing you can do while working with the attorney and setting things up, you want to keep your ticket very safe Maybe keep it in a waterproof and fireproof safe. You also want to make copies. Also, you should not sign that ticket until you've consulted with the attorney because once you sign it, and if you live in a state where you cannot remain anonymous, your name will be public information because you will have to claim the prize because you, in fact, signed the ticket. Now again, I am not an attorney, just giving advice based on my own professional experience and things that I have talked to professionals about, but again, you want to consult an attorney as soon as possible. Now, let's fast forward to now the money is in your account. You have claimed your prize. Now, what is your next move? Now, keep in mind, 70% of lottery winners lose or spend their winnings within the first five years of claiming their prize. So now that you have that statistic in the back of your mind, I want you to understand that while paying off your debt, upgrading your life, helping family and friends is important, your number one focus should be on investing that money and protecting your assets. This of course will require working with the right professionals, but also educating yourself as much as possible. Now you might say to yourself, well, Bella, if I hired the right professionals, why do I need to educate myself? Great question. Well, there is the story of the lottery lawyer, which is a prime example of why you should never blindly trust anyone when it comes to your money. If you've never heard of the lottery lawyer, I will put our article in the show notes below but I definitely wanted to highlight this story. Even though I do not like giving bad people airtime, this story really will highlight the point that I'm trying to make in regards to the importance of educating yourself and never blindly trusting anyone, even if it is a trusted professional. The lottery lawyer is actually, or was actually based here in Long Island, and he was the attorney that winners of major jackpots would hire in order to claim their prizes, but also he would help them manage their winnings. So he would make recommendations in regards to where they should invest their money. He would also help them partner with certain financial advisors But unbeknownst to his clients, he had a lot of shady business practices. He was stealing money from his clients. He was also investing their money in companies that he had financial ties to, either directly or indirectly. And due to his shady business practices, he lost millions of dollars of his clients' money. Now, the lottery lawyer has been convicted of his crimes and he will be sentenced. I'm not really sure what restitution he will have to pay to his clients, but many of those clients, when they were interviewed, definitely regret not asking more questions and also regret just not understanding many of the things he was sharing with them. So again, To highlight the point for the third time in this podcast episode, it's really important to educate yourself as much as possible when it comes to investing, financial literacy, because it is your money on the line. And going back to how you would spend this money, this $990 million, it's really important to not get caught up in buying flashy things, without building a solid financial foundation for you and your family. And this really applies whether or not you win the lottery, right? It definitely can also apply for those of us who are working really hard in our careers and our businesses, and over time, we're making more and more money. And for many of us, myself included, the more money you make, the more money you tend to spend. The lifestyle creep definitely tends to happen. So it's really important to have that foundation of understanding what your goals are and what other things you need to put in place to help you achieve those goals. Now, just to give another disclaimer, I'm not promoting gambling, I'm not telling you to go out and buy a lottery ticket, but winning the lottery is something that many people talk about and we dream about, but it's really important whether you win the lottery or not, it is to be an investor and have an investor mindset. That is going to be the only way that you can build generational wealth. I also wanted to talk about the lottery and winning the lottery in this episode because many of us do feel if we were to win $1 million, $10 million, or $990 million, all of our answers would be solved. But if we go back to the data that I shared earlier in the episode, if money would solve all of your problems, Why is it that 70% of lottery winners lose or spend all of their winnings within the first five years of claiming their prize? It all comes down to the lack of financial literacy and the lack of knowledge. This is why it's really important to have that foundation so if you do win the lottery, you can make better decisions. Or if you start to make more money in your career and your business, you can now make better financial decisions for you and your family. I know I have shared my story on previous podcast episodes, in clubhouse rooms, and even on Instagram. When I started to make more money, I didn't feel any richer. I went from making $50,000 a year to $100,000 a year, and I was still living paycheck to paycheck. Again, what was my issue? The lifestyle creep, right? I started to earn more money. So I deserved and wanted better and nicer things. And really the more money I made, the more money I wanted to spend because I felt I had more money coming. So it didn't matter if I spent the money responsibly or not. And it comes down to, I did not have an investor mindset. I had a consumer mindset. So what does an investor mindset look like? Well, let's walk through some examples. So instead of buying the new fancy schmancy iPhone, how about we buy some Apple stock? Instead of buying a brand new car, if your car is functioning and it's running well, Keep the car, avoid the car payments, and how about you take that money and invest in some stocks, in some index funds. Instead of buying a new car, buy stocks in a car company. Instead of buying a new purse, buy stocks in luxury brands. During the pandemic, luxury brands did fantastic which was kind of surprising during a pandemic where people are worried about their health, their safety, people are dying, the economy was in this weird place. Luxury brands did well? Does that make sense? I guess so. During a global health crisis, luxury brands were doing phenomenally well. Their products were selling like hotcakes. So that goes to show you, There were people who were not really investing, they were being consumers. So you want to be on that investor side so as that company does well, your portfolio will do well also. And it really comes down to owning actual assets instead of owning the symbols of what we think represents wealth. We have this weird thing of we see someone in a fancy luxury car and we assume they are wealthy. We assume if you're driving a Range Rover or a Tesla, you must be doing pretty well financially. But as we all know, that's not always the case. You can finance a car. Not everyone is going to the dealership and spending $100,000 or $200,000 cash on a car. You might see someone with a luxury purse and you might assume they are wealthy or at least they're doing financially well. Again, that is not always the case. That purse might be a fake one, or that purse might have been a gift, or that purse might have been purchased on a credit card and they're still making payments on that purse. So you really have to move away from the so-called symbols of wealth and look at the true assets that really define someone's wealth. And I really want you to have this mindset shift, and I want you to think and look at everything differently going forward. So when you're scrolling through social media, when you're listening to the news, when you're reading blogs online, when you're talking to family and friends, as these things are coming across you, think about how can I make money off of that? So for example, we just talked about how luxury brands did really well during the pandemic. How can you benefit off of that? The easiest way is to invest in their stocks so as their stocks do well, Your portfolio does well. As we are coming out of the pandemic, we are seeing travel is increasing dramatically. How can you benefit off of that? Maybe you need to invest in some airline stock, some hotel stock. Again, as these companies are making money and making moves, you want to be on that winning side as well. And just a reminder: if you are interested in receiving some free stocks, I do have my affiliate links for both Webull and Robinhood in the show notes below. Feel free to check that out. If you have any questions, you can always send me a DM on Instagram. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for stopping by, Thank you for and I will talk to you in the next episode of the How Take care. to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we have today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.